Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Radio Theater, the internet's number one source for original science fiction, horror, and fantasy radio play podcasts. Our podcast can be downloaded on iTunes or on our website at www.scifiradiotheater.com. Before we get started with tonight's story, we would like to tell you about a fine product from one of our sponsors. Hi there, Betty. Do you remember the good old days when you would run across the prairies with your loyal dog, Rex? Well, times have changed, haven't they, and now you're all grown up and married. Unfortunately, your new husband isn't very much of a dog person, so in a compromise, you bought a cat. But Mr. Fluffy Snuggles just isn't the same as good old Rex, is he? Well, now he can be, thanks to the good folks at the Stretchomatic Company. Now with a short 12-week series of vaccinations, you can make your cat sound like a dog. No longer will you suffer the humiliating sound of that wimpy meow. Come home to the manly dog-like woof that you remember as a child. Talk to your veterinarian today about the Stretchomatic Cat Woofer. And now it's time for the Bogwa Twee Box, an eight-part science fiction murder mystery. Tonight's episode, Episode 3, Nightmares in Science. In last week's episode, Otto and Patricia met with a security and robotics expert named Zippy and hid the evidence from the Homer Diem murder case in her security storage robot named Tubby. Shortly after, all three of them were arrested for the destruction of the Boston Police Headquarters and brought to see Sheriff Bates. After a series of deliberations, it was decided that Otto, Patricia, and Zippy would join Sheriff Bates and his team in order to continue the investigation of the Homer Diem murder case. Tonight's episode begins on a busy street in the middle of the night. Chen speaking. Hello, Chen. Where are you? Walking back home now. The T's all backed up from the snow, and they had to land the train at the convention center stop as they were running out of energy because of the backups. I figured it was probably faster if I just walked from here, given how backed up things were. Took me an hour just to get here. How long do you think you'll be? Oh, I don't know. I've only been walking for a little bit. I'd say another 30 minutes at this point. Okay. Be careful. I love you. I will. Love you, too. Yes, hello? Hi, I'm really sorry. I overheard you saying you were walking home from the train. I am too. Would you be okay walking with me? I really don't like walking alone at night. I'm heading in this direction too. Oh, sure. Thanks. So, what's your name? Barbara. Yours? My name's Chen. Nice to meet you, Barbara. Nice to meet you too, Chen. So where are you coming from, Chen? I'm a teacher, and I'm just coming back home from my last class of the day. Oh, what do you teach? Well, a few things, mainly stuff involving China. Today I had two classes on feng shui, a class on modern Chinese politics, and one on old Chinese history. That's so cool. I've always been interested in Asian stuff, particularly the philosophical things. Well, have you ever thought about taking a class? 
I do an adult class in feng shui, which deals with a lot of philosophy. I'm always looking for new students. Oh, thanks. I'll think about it. Where do you teach it? At the Chinese Education Center. Okay. So where do you learn this stuff from? Did you go to school for it or something? Uh, well, not a traditional college, if that's what you're asking. I used to live in China. I studied feng shui with a master over there. The history and political stuff I've mostly just picked up from reading books on my own. Fortunately for me, the Chinese Education Center doesn't mind hiring non-PhDs to teach. That's neat, though, that you studied under an actual feng shui master in China. Are you a master yourself? Yep. At least as far as one can be a, quote, certified master in this day and age. Oh, this is actually where I turn. Um, would you mind walking me to my door? I'm right down the street. Sure. So what do you do, Barbara? I'm a librarian. I work at the public library. Oh, great. I go there a lot. I'll see if I can spot you next time I'm there. <laughs> Thanks. I'll keep my eye out for you. Okay, here we are. Just let me get my keys out. Sorry. I know this is kind of goofy, but I'm sort of paranoid about being alone in the city at night. No, it's okay. It's good to be safe. What? Is this the Khan Yuja? Yes. Wait, what, what's going on? Hey! You, let me go! What the hell is this?! Yes, he is the one. I have seen him. Let me go! Let me go! Hurry, get him inside! Hey! Somebody help! Help! Help me! Yeah, I know. Needle in a haystack. Hey, what are you doing up? Why are you still here? <laughs> I got caught up talking with Patricia. Decided to stay the night just to make sure everyone was safe. Oh, Patricia. Great. Hey, you should be nicer to her. She cares a lot about you. She thinks you two are good friends. We're good friends. Look, this isn't exactly her fault. Remember, she's the one trying to keep you out of jail. Yeah, by making me get dragged into this stupid case without my permission while I was doing nothing but sitting at home minding my own business. Not to mention that I now have to break the confidentiality of my clients, which is not something that would go over particularly well amongst my peers in the security industry. Especially if word were ever to get out that I was doing this. Oh, stop being so bitter. I got dragged into this too, you know. I almost lost my job over this mess. You don't see me getting mad. It's different. You two are going out. You're supposed to use and abuse each other to get ahead. You're not supposed to do that to your friends. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll stop trying to cheer you up. I'm just gonna ask you to remember that there's a bigger picture here. There's a killer on the loose, and someone is responsible for blowing up that station. If all of this leads to something organized, something that we can crack and bring down the crime rate, then we're just gonna be making the world a better place. Mm. So what are you working on? If you must know, I can't sleep. So I'm trying to trace back my sales records through the data available on my online record server to see who that lock was sold to. Unfortunately, this network-enabled computer that Maggie set me up with is like a hundred years old, and my watch could pull data faster than this. Anything I can do to help? No. Hey, come with me to the autopsy room. What? Come with me to the autopsy room. Why? Well, my job is to look into who did the autopsy. The file states that the autopsy was done here, 
So why not start looking around now? All the data for the autopsy would still be saved on the non-networked computers available in the autopsy room, and maybe we can find something physical if we look around. It's been over six months. We aren't going to find any evidence. Hey, at least we can look. Besides, I think you've been hanging out with computers too long. You need to go out and see people in order to cheer yourself up. But we would be going to see dead people. Same thing. How philosophical of you. Come on. Mm. I'm a cop, you know. I can force you to do things. Alright, fine. Great. You know it's the middle of the night, right? Yeah, I totally do. That's what makes it fun. I'm not even going to turn the lights on. I'm just going to use my flashlight. You really know how to make new people feel comfortable, Vicky. Hear that? She's starting to sound a little better, I think. Yeah, Vicky's a charmer, even when he's being creepy. Hey, I'm glad you two are a thing. He's a good guy. Thanks. You seem down. I'm fine. Just the normal post-near-death experience blues. It's a good thing you were there. That bomb was just waiting to go off. At least no one was hurt. Yeah. Otto? Yeah? Just... be careful tomorrow. Hey. I love you too, kid. Ow! Oh, watch it. Well, point the flashlight so I can see where I'm going. Stop walking behind me and you'll be fine. Here, walk out front. Can't we just turn on the lights? Nope. Come on. Get in front. <sighs> okay. Why are you making me do this? Because you need to face danger, straight on. What? It's you. You fear your own shadow, so you must face it. I'm personally leading you into darkness itself. What is that, some kind of Norwegian thing? Mm, no. You're Norwegian, right? Here we are. We've made it. The morgue. Go ahead. Open the doors. This is creepy. Yep. Wow, it's quiet in here. Dead people don't sing very often. So, what are we looking for? Hmm. Well, I know I said we'd come down here to see people, but I guess the computer would be the first place to start. Come on, let's look around. Now, it's not just any of these computers. They should have special ones in the back that aren't connected to the internet. Wow. They just leave the bodies out on the tables like that? Sometimes. Depends on if they've had any prep work done to them. The ones that haven't been prepped stay inside the refrigerator until the prepping is complete. It also depends on how much space is available, but it looks like it's been a heavy week here. What does prepping do? Keeps their guts from exploding. Ew. Ah, here are computers. Okay. There. The computer's on. Get on and see if you can find any additional information about who did the autopsy. Okay. I'm going to look around a little. What are you looking for? I don't know. It's been six months since they did the autopsy, so there'd probably be nothing of interest, but I might as well check around to see if anything physical was left behind. Well, 
You're just gonna leave me here? What, are you scared? No. It's just... We have a body uncovered right there. Well, as long as you're not scared, then it's not a problem, right? Don't worry. If he suddenly comes alive and tries to eat you, I'll be just around the corner. Give a scream. Thanks. Hmm. Why? Hmm. That's weird. Why would you delete something like that? Complete four, four exchange. Ah! Must exchange. Ah! Thank you. Ah! Must complete collection. Zippy. Hey, Zippy. What? What the hell? The milk came up from behind me and started cutting up the body. Oh God! There's blood all over me. What the hell is he doing? I think I'm gonna be sick. Here, go try to find the light. I'll take care of this. Okay. Hey! Hey! What are you doing? Answer me! What's this thing's name? Uh... Adam. Adam, this is Officer Jones. Giving you a direct order, stop what you're doing and face me. This is Adam, at attention for uh, Officer Jones. Thanks, Zippy, but stay over there. It's a mess over here. Adam, tell me, what are you doing? Must complete collection for exchange. What is exchange? Exchange is the ultimate truth. What does that mean? Truth is meaning. What are you talking about? Meaning is exchange. Must exchange parts. I don't understand. Must complete exchange soon. Zippy, he's talking about something called exchange. Do you know what that is? No idea. I just threw up. Ugh. Adam, what do you do here? Automatic deconstruction and autopsy machine. He's an autopsy assistant node. I think there's something messed up with him though. His voice is cracking and stuttering and stuff. I also think he's talking gibberish. I can take a look at him if you want. Once you clean off the blood at least. Hey, look at you. What? You're being all brave and stuff now. Offering to help me investigate the crazy autopsy robot like that? Told you this would help your demeanor. <laughs> Thanks. Continue c collection. Oh, uh, no. Do not continue collection. In fact, I order you to detach your saw and put it on the floor. Done. Hmm, now what? I guess I better call this in? Ask him if he knows anything about the autopsy. Hey, really good idea, Zippy. Yeah? I was trying to think of what Patricia would do in this situation, and I totally remember her telling you the story where she interrogated this crazy guy once when they were waiting for the police to come arrest him, and I thought the situation was similar, so I thought I would tell you to ask him questions before you called it in. Look at you being a detective and everything. This is fun! Adam, I order you to tell me if you assisted in the autopsy of Homer Dia approximately six months ago. N no He's lying. What? He's lying. Oh, jeez. Nope. Here, turn your back. I checked in the computer. The information on who did the autopsy was deleted. 
But whoever did the deletion did it quick and sloppy. It also didn't have any electronic version of the autopsy report. Ah, that makes sense as to why they would have written the autopsy report by hand. If whoever did the autopsy was trying to hide something, they could get past the check of having to file a report, but wouldn't have to save anything that would be permanent on the computer, where he would want to enter his name in order to save the file. He could then just go back and later, after everything had been filed away by the evidence department, and delete his name. And he wouldn't have been caught, since the handwritten report wouldn't disappear when the files were deleted from the computer as the report would be physical. The evidence department gets a ton of these reports every day, too, which means they could also probably gamble that by the time anyone noticed his name had been deleted from the computer login, if anyone notices, that is, they wouldn't be able to remember who did the autopsy, assuming they weren't a node, of course. I bet if you checked, you'd find that the security cameras in the autopsy room had been tampered with, too, since there is no video record of the autopsy, either. Man, that's a pretty big hole in our system, isn't it? Yeah, you guys should really hire me. Anyway, even though it didn't say who did the autopsy, it did say that there was an assistant note on duty the day Homer Diaz's autopsy was performed. Unless they have another assistant autopsy node, Adam here was probably the one that did it. Ah. Adam, are you lying to me about not being here for Homer Diaz's autopsy? No! Someone probably put up a deception protocol. Huh? Whoever deleted the computer files probably entered a deception protocol into Adam so that he would lie if asked. Order him to drop any deception protocols. Adam, I order you to drop any deception protocols you are currently running. D-done! Adam, were you here for the autopsy of Homer Dia? Yes! See? Told you so. Adam, who performed the autopsy on Homer Dia? Hugo Bernard! Do you know him? Not really. I think I may have heard his name before, though. I worked in a different precinct. Adam, did Hugo Bernard delete the files in the computer and put the deception protocol on you? Yes. Ask him why his memory wasn't deleted like the other nodes at the brothel. Adam, why didn't Hugo delete your memory? Requested to. Request, request denied under First Amendment of no prime code. Well, guess he wasn't the guy who managed to delete the brothel node's memory then. Adam. Why did Hugo want to delete the records of his involvement with the autopsy? Exchange! What does the autopsy have to do with this exchange thing? What did Hugo find in the autopsy? Exchange complete. Exchange is truth. Truth is meaning. Meaning is exchanged. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Maybe Hugo ended up damaging something when he set up the deception protocol and it caused him to go crazy now or something. Alright, well I think we're done here. Adam, I order you to stay here until I return. Affirmative. I'm calling this in, come on. Okay. And hey, you did really good. I'm glad you're on this case. Aw, thanks! Ooh, you okay? I slipped in blood. You're listening to the Bagua Twee Box on Sci-Fi Radio Theater, and there just seems to be danger around every corner for our team tonight. We will be right back to the story after this message from our sponsor. John Magalinen is an honest man with an honest mission. Born 52 years ago in the great state of Kentucky, John Magalinen has been an active public servant since the day he was born. 
In this crazy mixed up world, you need a man like John Magalinen to represent the best interest of both America and the human race. Next time you're at the polls, vote John Magalinen for Senate. That's John Magalinen, the human candidate. And now, back to the story, only here at Sci-Fi Radio Theater. Hey. I leave for one goddamn night, and everything goes to hell. Wasn't my fault this time. It was your robot that went nuts. Were they able to find anything? Zippy and Vicky got the name of the man who did the autopsy. As per your orders, the lab team is working on the robot to see what's wrong with it, and Vicky's gonna go head over to the guy's house later today. Maggie and Patricia? They headed over to the brothel management offices this morning. Fine. Then I guess we should get going. Yep, off to BIT. No, off to the library. To talk to Barbara Dia, remember? Oh, <laughs> right. Um, here, we can take my car. Right. So, did you sleep well? I never sleep. Right. You know, Michelle's her own woman. You don't have to be such a douster all the time. I'm not talking about this right now. Whatever, man. One day you're gonna have to realize that just because she lives with you doesn't mean you're her father. Not to mention that she has her own career and it's old enough to have kids of her own at this point. I'm not talking about this, Otto. Hey, yes you are. This is ridiculous. Just because someone got screwed out of their apartment and had to move in with family doesn't give you the right to dictate when and where they can have sex with their own boyfriend. And it doesn't give you the right to screw in my bed! Look! I admit that the location may have been off, but that's beside the point. The underlying issue here is that you think you own her, and therefore vicariously everyone else that's involved in her life. Oh, I only wish that was true. You and all the other lowlifes that girl hangs out with are a goddamn shame on the Bates family name. I've built a reputation for this family through 30 years of enforcing the law and demanding the citizens of my city hold the highest standard for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because of my actions and duties for this city, the Bates family name has become the gold standard for upright citizenry. How do you think it looks when the niece of the man who established this reputation is out running around with the scummiest people this city has to offer? People like you, it's an embarrassment to me. You're an embarrassment to me, Otto Vitekinen. Here we are. Huh? What? Hey, this isn't the library. This is BIT. What? Oh, jeez, look at that. Sorry, I sort of went on autopilot when we were yelling at each other and forgot we were supposed to go to the library first. Wait a minute. Ah, oh, well, since we're already here, we might as well go in. What is this? What are you hiding from me? Why don't you want to go to the library? I have no idea what you're talking about. Come on, let's go. Hey! Did you do some kind of deal with Barbara Dia? Are you hiding something from me? Is this something that she doesn't want us to know? Shh! We're entering the building. 
Hello there. Can I help you? Yes, we're with the police department and- Excuse me. I'm with the police department. Here's my badge. Okay. We're looking for the robotics department. We are investigating the murder of Homer Dia, and we will need to speak to his co-workers. We also have an already established permit to search his office, which we'll need access to as well. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I think today the only person working in the robotics department is Dr. Peters. But follow me, I'll, I'll bring you to him. Smooth. Shut up. Is it okay if you turn that off? It's giving me an headache. What? Is it that bloody hit? If it's not brutal and about Vikings fighting dragons, then it gives me an headache. Jeez, you're a weirdo. Mm. So, I heard a rumor that you and Vicky are a thing. Pretty much. Huh. I always assumed you and Vindekanen were together. Ugh, please. Too short and chubby. Ah, he's not that bad. Well, yes he is. I've been trying to get him to commit to the treadmill and the vegetables for about three months. I swear if some thug doesn't end up popping him, his heart will. Oof. Hey, uh, can I talk to you about something? What? I'm having an issue with my boyfriend, and I want to know what you think. What? Well, we got into a fight a couple days ago, and I don't know if I was wrong. We've been living together for a while, and he wants to get a joint bank account. Uh... And I mean, I love him, and we've been going together for a while, but I feel like if I do that, then I'm going to be, like, succumbing myself to him or something. I don't want to be one of those girls that just looks to her man to handle her crap for her, you know? What do you think? Don't you think you should be talking to one of your uh, friends about this? Or someone that you actually know? Well, all the other people I know are guys, especially at the station. Can't really talk to them about relationship things. All they want to do is talk about sports and stuff. Oh, um, well, I guess you should keep your finances to yourself if you're not comfortable giving him access. Hmm. And I mean, you don't... You want to make sure you trust him, right? Because you don't want him to turn out being some bum who steals your money. Oh, huh. I, I didn't think about that. Oh, hey look, we're here. Yep. Okay, let's go in. Hey, Patricia. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We need to get to the offices of Pleasure Street Walker Brothels. Oh, yeah, just just go right up. Elevator's over there, 54th floor. All right, here's the plan. We've got to talk to the head guy, the president or CEO or whatever. Going out. Then we'd push him for information. 
After a few minutes, you keep up the interrogation. Distract him, keep him talking, and having to explain himself. While that's going on, I'm going to step out and walk around the office and see if I can find anything. I'll tell the staff he said it was okay. Hey, I'm the cop here. I should be making the plan. Fine. What's your plan? Eh, everything you just said sounds fine. Alright people, listen up. This is the Boston Police Department. You are all in a world of trouble if you don't cooperate with me and my friend here. I'm talking jail time for all of you. Now who's the head honcha here? We need to speak to him. Nathaniel Giordano. He's the president. His, his office is over there. Thanks. Probably bring it down about 12% if you give me six months to do it. Hey! Hang up the phone. Who are you? Hey! Give me that! That was an important call. I'm calling security. Security let us in here, baby. We're the cops. Now you're going to spill your guts about the Homodia murder. I don't know anything about that. I already told you guys months ago. And I suppose you don't know anything about your nerds getting their memories deleted either, huh? What are you blabbering about? We discovered that one of the streetwalker nodes at your Washington Street brothel had its memory erased. I have a feeling that you were the one who did it. Why, are you joking? Not only is doing something like that impossible, but why would I? You tell us, Hotshot. You're the one who runs a ring of hookah shops. Suppose Omadir was visiting one day and got a little rowdy. Suppose one of your security guards got out of control and ended up putting him down like a dog. That wouldn't look too good to the community that's already on the fence about you opening up a shop in Boston. Suppose you decided to delete the node who saw the whole thing's memory to hide it. Oh, what? The security guard killed him and cut his heart out? Ah, so you do know more about this case than you were telling us. Your team came and interrogated me about a few months ago. Of course I remember the information. Oh, ho, ho, Mr. Memory here. He seems to remember lots of things, except how a murdered man made it into one of his own brothels and how one of his nodes got its brain scrambled. I'd also like to point out that it's somewhat convenient that there were no cameras in the brothel at the time of the murder. Where a brothel? There are never any cameras running. It's standard practice across the industry and completely illegal. Hey buddy, don't you go telling me about the law. I'm the law in this city. You think your fancy lawyers can get you out of murdering an innocent man in cold blood? You got another thing coming. I want to know where you were, who you were with, and what you were doing down to the deep end. Nothing here. Hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Hey, you aren't. I'm a cop lady. Besides, your boss man said it was okay. Now stop asking questions before you get your pretty little head stuck in a place you don't want it to be stuck in. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Get a move on. Now what you look for? Hmm. Hello? Hmm. Let's see if I can get these to fit in my pocket.
spending time with your wife, but at the same time you're telling me that your kids had soccer practice. Which one was it, Nathaniel? You can't have been in both places at once. Maggie! Huh? Come on, there's nothing here. You got lucky this time, buddy. Don't make me come back. You're nuts, lady. Come on. Find anything out? Nah, he had nothing new. Nope. Looked around, nothing. Looks like they're clean. Dead end. Ah, well. Maybe the others were able to find something. Yeah. You're listening to the Bogwatch Wee Box here on Sci-Fi Radio Theater, and we'll be right back to the story after this word from our sponsor. Recently, there have been allegations made towards Hank's pitchforks and chainsaws by Tony Choppins. Tony Choppins claims that Hank has only been creating and selling chainsaws for two years. This is false. The truth is, Hank has been selling chainsaws with his father, Bob, for over 15 years. Tony Choppins claims that Hank's chainsaws aren't made of real steel. This is also false. Hank's chainsaws all come back with a certified stamp of approval by the Intergalactic Steel Association. So next time you decide to listen to Tony Choppins, just remember that that Cuttin' and Hauling award that Tony loves to boast about so much was an award that was awarded to him by his own brother's organization. Hank's Pitchforks and Chainsaws, the highest quality steel chainsaws in America. And now, back to the Bogwa Tweebox here on Sci-Fi Radio Theater. Uh, are you Dr. Matt Peters? Are you girls? What? Are you girls? What is this? I have no idea. Um, no, we're not girls. Oh. Do you have any girls with you? Um, no, we don't. The lady who led us here was a girl. I think her name was, uh, Shelly or something. Psh, I can't go out with that girl. She works here. It's against the rules. Totally against the rules, man. Don't be ridiculous. The college has rules about dating co-workers. What are you doing? Huh? You were just kind of standing here in the hallway when we walked up. What are you doing? Oh, you know, just thinking about girls. Man, I really want a girl. That would just be great for, like, dating and stuff. Man, I haven't been able to do that in a really long time. Is this guy high or something? Looks like it. Hey, Matt, we're with the police department. We need to ask you some questions about your former colleague, Homer Dia. We're also going to need to take a look at his office. Oh, man, that guy. He had the vision, all right. What vision? For everything. Like, he was just everything. He was so smart, man. I wish he was alive. When you say you had a vision for everything, what specifically are you talking about? Uh, oh, nothing particular. Just, you know, he was a really smart guy. Really helped out the department. A leader. Real leader. Okay, uh... Hey, do you think we could maybe go sit down somewhere and talk instead of standing here in the hallway? 
You know, I go to clubs to meet girls. I go to the Aurora Club, but it never works. None of them can understand. They just have to know the nodes. They have to. They have to know robots. Not just what the robots are, though. They need to know why the robots. They must know. But they never do. <sighs> I keep going through in hopes that I'll find one that I can do stuff with. But they must know the robots. Hey, Matt. I think we need to go sit down. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Follow me. Was he like this when you last interviewed him? No. All the people we interviewed were pretty normal. Just a bunch of eggheads. You must have gotten addicted to some heavy stuff in the last six months. Wow. Look at this place. It's our lab. What kind of stuff do you do here? Build. And, you know, think, learn, build, robots, nodes. That's what it's all about. Building the nodes, learning from the building, teaching from the robots. That's what it's... it's all about. Hey, here are some chairs. Let's sit down. So talk to us, Matt. Uh, tell us about Homer. He was the man. He was great. Just great. Do you know much about Homer's personal life at all? Yep. Okay, so do you know why someone would have wanted to kill him then? Nope. But you said you knew him personally, right? Oh, yeah. So, even though you were close, you had no idea if he was involved with anything dangerous? No, he was great. Just real vision all the way. Do you know if anyone here at BIT was upset with him? Did anyone not like him at all? <laughs> no way. He was loved, so loved. Everyone loved him so much. Can you uh, tell us more about the work you do here, perhaps? Oh, we do stuff. Work, build, learn from the robots. It's all about the nodes. They can teach you so much. I don't think this is going anywhere. Matt. Can you direct us to Homer's old office? We need to look around. His office? But that's sake... Off limits. No, can't let anyone in there. Matt, we have a permit to search his office. We need to get in there. Trust me, you don't want to be the one that disturbs a police investigation. Police? No. No, I can't disturb the police. I need the police to be on my side. I just can't tell the... But I must cooperate unless the situation is dire. Okay. It's over there. Here, you'll need this key. Okay, just stay here. We'll be back. Strange to say the least. Yeah. I'm gonna bring him in. Maybe after he's been in the drunk tank and the drugs have worn off, he'll stop talking nonsense. Let's just see if we can find anything in the office. It's been six months, though. They probably moved everything out by now. I guess they didn't change it. Was this how it was when you last came here? Yeah, exactly like it. Completely untouched. Huh. Did you find anything last time? Not really. Just a bunch of books. These books? Yeah. What is this? Feng Shui for beginners? Yeah, he was all into that agent stuff, I guess. Huh. Hey, there's another door. Check it out. Yeah, that's another room that's part of his office. I'll take a look. Hmm. Come on, I bet you it's here. Ah! Hmm. Thank you, Zippy, for the update to the cracker. Let's see. Three, four, eight, zero, two, four. 
Okay, now let's just hope there isn't a bomb in here. Phew. Ah, well there we go. Hey Bates, I found something. Coming. What's this? Half of the wall slid open. Yeah, it's a secret compartment. He had hidden it with a similar piece of equipment he used to hide the lock in the Atui box. Zippy installed a more powerful program on my code cracker last night and was able to get it open. You're lucky there wasn't a bomb in there. Yeah, that crossed my mind. Whoever made the original bomb must have run out of materials to make another one, I suppose. By the way, you know those code crackers are illegal, right? Fine, then arrest me. Hmm. So what's in there? I don't know. Bunch of books and papers. There's this big box thing, too. Sort of like a metal coffin, but it has a glass viewing screen and a bunch of wires going into the upper side of it. Anything interesting with the papers and books? Hmm. <laughs> Looks like plans of some kind. Like a machine or something. Or is it... Huh. Some of these are kind of gross pictures, like drawings of people getting cut up. Wait. Was he making snuff films or something here? I don't know. Huh. What's this? It's like a list. Bunch of names. What does it say? Here. The exchange list of participants. It lists a bunch of names. Our friend Matt Peters is on here. It says he's going to be participating in the January 27th exchange. Doesn't say what this exchange thing is, though. Mm. The location of the exchange is written in some code. Let me see. Huh. Yeah. Meet at the cross-bridged left bird yellow Leroy location for exchange. Obviously, this is supposed to be secret. So now we've just got to get Dr. Peters to sing about what this code and exchange is. Yeah. Good luck getting any real information from that guy's head. Oh, ye of little faith. I have my ways. Here, take the papers. I really want to know what this metal coffin thing is. Huh. I wonder if there's like a button that opens it or something. Is this one of the machines he has diagrammed out? I don't know. Take a look through the papers. Hmm. I think I found some kind of grip here. There we go. What's that noise? Suction? Ah! Hey! It sucked me in the door and closed! Let me out! Bates! I'm trying to! It's sealed really tight! Peters! Hey! Help! Hey! It's moving! It's on a rail or something! It's dropping you down flat on the floor! I noticed! Get me out of here! I'm trying! Otto, there's a hole in a small tunnel in the wall. It's pulling you through! Bates! Help! Otto! Otto! Oh, man! Oh, man! Bates! Where am I? Are you there? I can see through the glass. There are lights passing over my head now. I'm on my back. What room is this? Oh, man. Oh, man. Are you there, Bates? Damn it, damn it. I have to get this door open. Ah! Multi-tool! Okay, come on, Wedge. Don't fail me now. Come on. Come on. Damn, this thing is strong. Hey! Matt! Help! I can see you! I'm over here! Help! Matt! Matt? Hello? Sacred space! Sacred space! Burn! What? Hey! What did you just push? Hey! Come back here! Hey, what's that noise? Ah! Fire! There's a fire in the box! Help! The tubes shoot fire! Damn it! Cover your jacket on him! <coughs> God, please be playing retarded jacket! Damn it, it's not! Help! Help! 
Are you alive? Yes, get the door open! Hold on, I smashed the power plug to the box. I think it open now. <coughs> oh, man! Are you alright? Are you alright? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, my cheek and my neck. My arm. Yeah, you're not looking so hot. We've got to get you to the hospital. Uh, Matt Pierce is the one who turned on the fire. Did you get him? No, he ran past me when he was running out of his room. I was able to catch the door before he closed it and locked behind him. I figured it was probably better to save you than go after him. You're a mensch, Howard. What is this place? I don't know. More machines, it looks like. I think I saw that one over there in the diagrams I found in his office. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get this place scoped out when I move the police force in here. In the meantime, let's worry about getting you to the hospital. All right. Can I help you? Where's Olavi Weinerkainen? He was brought into emergency with burns. Oh, I don't know if I can just let anyone back there. Where is he? Like I said, I just can't let you back there. <sighs> Hey, I'm gonna call security. Excuse me, where is Olavi Weinerkainen? Who? Where is Olavi Weinerkainen? He came in with burns. Huh? Oh, I think they put him in the back room there. Are you a relative? Yeah, I am. Thanks. I'm still not sure we can say this is a... Oh, hi. Bates, security is coming for me. Go tell them it's okay that I'm here. Uh, well... Get the L out! Okay... Hey. Are you alright? Yeah. They're able to treat me with the spray stuff. I just have to wear the bandages for a week. You selfish son of a bitch! Oh, for God's sakes, Patricia! No! Shut up! You have no idea what you put me through! I told you to be careful! I got a call from the front desk at the station telling me you almost died. Do you know what that's like? We need to drop this damn case. Here, look. Look what I found. I don't care. No, look what I found. It's drugs. I found drugs. They're in a secret storage area in his office. We can trace this back to the dealer. If we can just get some alone time with the testing equipment at the police station. I said I don't care, Otto. Patricia, you don't understand. This is it. It's all coming together. We're so close now. No. All the machines at BIT, we found diagrams and paperwork showing that there is some organized thing going on. If we can trace these drugs back to the dealers, we can find the exact point where all the crime's coming from in the city. <sighs> Patricia, come on! We can be the ones that save the place! I don't care about the city! I don't care about the damn drugs! Here, you're so damn excited about this here! What's this? Video crystals? <laughs> You found video recordings of the brothel management? <laughs> they were recording the whole time. Patricia's is great. They probably have the whole crime right here on camera. I'm giving it all to Bates. No, 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 you can't do that. This probably is a video of Homer Diahaya. Now, you know what Barbara said to us about letting them know that Homer was on drugs. Look at me! Look at me, Otto! Look at what this is doing to me! Don't you care? You'd rather get yourself killed protecting the money of a woman you just met than listen to me? 
You'd rather try to live out this fantasy that you can single-handedly save this Elro than keeping yourself safe? I'm the one who keeps the boat moving. I'm the one who keeps the train running on time. I'm the one who wipes your ass when you're too busy to. I'm always the last one on your mind. Do you know what it would do to me if I lost you? Do you know what I would do to myself if you weren't there anymore? <laughs> Patricia. What do you want me to say? I want you to say you'll drop the case. Okay. Episode 3 of the Bagua Twee Box. Tune in next week for the continuation of the story in the Bagua Twee Box Episode 4, Mysterious Elements. This week's episode of the Bagua Twee Box was written and produced by Charles Davis. It starred Charles Davis as Otto Vinekainen, Noel Micarelli as Patricia LaCroix and Barbara Dia, Josie Carici as Zippy Ernstein, Jonathan Sheck as Officer Vicky Jones, Rob Levine as Sheriff Howard Bates and Adam, Jonathan Tompkins as Peter, and Daniel Ryder as Chen Yap and Matt Peters. Before you leave for the evening, we would like to deliver you a final message from one of our sponsors. Tickets to Mars just got less expensive. If you get online and book through the Interspace Destination Network, you can save up to 60% on flights to locations within the Milky Way. All you have to do is log on to the Interspace Destination Network and enter the coupon code SFRT. Your galaxy is our playground. Get online and order today. Don't leave the universe waiting. You've been listening to Sci-Fi Radio Theater. You can listen to our latest radio play podcast on our website at www.sci-fi-radiotheater.com or you can download them directly from iTunes. Also make sure to follow us on Twitter at SF Radio Theater and email us your feedback at sci-fi-radiotheater at gmail.com.